help of Hashem, we are learning Bavakama Daf Nun Beis. We left off on Daf Nun Aleph Amid Beis, and the last line of the Amid continues the Gemara Amar Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. Hamoicher Bayis Lachaveroi. If a person sells a house to his fellow, Daf Nun Beis, Kiven Shemasa Leimafteiach. The moment he hands the key to the house over to the buyer, Kana, the buyer acquired the house. And again, as we had in the last case, in the previous year, exactly what case is Rabbi Shobalevi referring to? If the buyer wants to affect the acquisition with money, then money should be that which affects the king. If the deal was that they were going to affect the king in with a proprietary act, with a chazaka act, then likni bechazaka. What's the mafteach? Says the Gemara like we had yesterday, lo'olam bechazaka. Yes, the agreement was for the king to be affected through chazaka. However, the rule is, as we spoke out yesterday, that if the buyer will make the act of chazaka not in the presence of the seller. For that to be effective, the seller, before he does the chazaka act, has to tell him, Leich chazeku kni, However, if the seller gives the buyer the keys, is, he doesn't have to say, Leich chazeku kni, because that is, Kemando Amarle, Leich Chazek ukni Now here we have an interesting Toysvis to speak it out or maybe to read it. It's already in the Toysvis on top of the Amid. If you count 13 lines from the top of the Amid, many of us, because we went to Yeshiva or to Cheder, we learned to Masech Pesachim, the din regarding Bedikas Chametz. And there the Gemara is speaking about when there's a Masked and a Seicher. There you have a person who's, who's renting out his apartments. Upon whom is the obligation to do Bedikas Chametz? And there the rule is, whoever has the mafteach, oil la'abu asar, has to do b'dikas chametz. So it comes out, it seems from the Gemara and the Sechet Psachim, that having the keys means you own it. Here we're dafka not saying that. Here we're saying owning it has to do with making an act of chazaka. All the keys do, it's only substituting the lay chazek v'kni. So Toysva says, and many of the give different, give different answers, but Toysva says like this, That is the whole deal maker and breaker. You don't need anything other than holding on the keys. Because the Nisha Maftech, the Yodai says Toysva, whoever has the keys, all of Livdoik, he is the one that has to do That's for a practical reason. You can't demand for someone to do Bedikas Chametz if they don't have access to that environment. So for Bedikas Chametz, the only thing that counts is if you have the keys, you are the one that is able to do it, so you have to do it. Very interesting. Over here we're not speaking about able, not able. An act of Chazaka cannot be substituted with taking the keys. Taking the keys is a simon that the seller, Taka, wants to sell it. Bite it. Next case. Also similar. If a person is selling a flock of animals to his friend, and as we learn together, that when it comes to metaltalin, money is not effective. 
Remember that? We learned the Mishnahis over there. And what is needed? Akin Neshicha. Neshicha demands, and we spoke that out and then in Kedushan, and we'll learn more about this later, that the buyer has to draw it near to him when the buyer is in the buyer's domain. Or according to some, if it's Bitsidei Rishosarabim, in a Simta, where he has the right to take and put his things down. You can't do a king in Meshicha when you are in the domain of the seller. Then we learned there, there's another king called Mesira. Mesira means like if an animal is being led with a string, if you hand the rain, the rain over to the buyer, you don't have to move the animal. That alone is a king, and it's even a better king, because Mesira can even be effective when the buyer is in the domain of the seller. The buyer is going to acquire it. So here he said that Mashkuchis will be defined soon. But it means that which draws the flock after it. There is something that, so to say, leads the flock. We'll see soon exactly what that means. The moment the seller gives the buyer the mashkuchis, so he was kind of the whole eider. He's kind of the whole flock. And here again, the Gemara asks, if the agreement was to affect the king in through Meshicha, through drawing near, well then really, then he has to do a king in Meshicha. Now, Meshicha doesn't only have to be physically drawing every animal near. Remember we learned that there? If you cause the animals to walk, and then the question is, how much do they have to walk? We had, a, I think, there. maybe they have to walk their whole length, or maybe just to move part of their body, you have to cause all of them to come near you. And again, by Meshicha, you certainly have to be out of the rishus of the seller. But if, however it works, if the king in Meshicha was the agreement, then lick me be Meshicha. If they made up to do a king in Mimesira, handing over the reign of every animal, then lick me be Meshicha. What is this Mashkuchis? Says the Gemara again, Lo'elam be Meshicha. However, even by Meshicha, before the buyer does the king in here the words are a little bit different, not leich chazek, because chazek means go make a chazaka. Here he has to tell him leich meshoichu However, the moment he gave him over, that which draws the flock after it, and now the Gemara asks, my mashkuchis, what's this mashkuchis? So hachi, here in bubble. Targumu, we interpreted it to mean the karkashta, the bell. In other words, there's a certain bell that that Eder is used to. They hear the noise, they go after the bell. And so the Chiddush is now, by the way, if you are in the, the shoes of the buyer, and the buyer makes a noise with the bell, and the flock begins to go after the bell, that's Mashiach. You don't have to physically take every animal. Remember we learned you can hit an animal, that's also something, you're not Moshech. You cause the animal to go. Rabbi Yaakov Oimer, that what is a mashkuchis? Iza the ozla beresh edra, the goat that leads the herd. There's a certain goat that everyone follows. And kidadarashahu gililah. A lady of chizda, like a certain yid that lived in the Galil, expounded in front of Rab Chizda that kadragis raya alana, that when a shepherd is angry with his flock, ovid. He blinds the leading goat. In other words, if you blind the leading goat, if the blind is leading the blind, then no one gets anywhere. Really, that's a, like Rashi speaks out over here before the Gemara, that when Hashem is, God forbid, not happy with the Jewish people, 
So he appoints, he makes sure by divine providence that the leaders are blind. So no one knows where they're going. But coming back over here, the mashkuches is something that you needed when you wanted to control a eder. And giving over the mashkuches is a sign that the seller wants to sell. It's as if he told them, Leich b'shoich uknein. Baruch atu adino, Eloheinu malachoinu, shahakonim v'dorim. Rashi says, so in Yisrael, it's like when we, when we say, Birchas Hashem, because, al-tiftach pel asotin, or, you know, when a tzaddik says a word, no matter what he meant, you've got to be careful, very careful with the words that you use. So that's how we say it. Says the Mishnah. We are continuing from the Mishnah on Dafnun Aleph. There, the Mishnah spoke about a boyd of two partners. And as the Gemara gave the various options of explaining how you can have a boyd of two partners. And here, the Mishnah says like this. That if Kisohu Harishain, the first partner, after he used the pit, covered the pit. And the second one came and found the pit open. The Gemara is going to ask, how did he find it open? Now let me say what it cannot be. It can't be that a third party opened it. Because the Torah says, If a person uncovers a pit, the uncoverer becomes now the Balaboid. So let's say Reuven and Shemana partners. Reuven used the pit and covered it. If Levi came and uncovered it, and if someone got damaged in the pit, who's Chayef? Levi. So the Gemara is going to say, like Rashi speaks out, because, for example, worms went into the cover, and they ate up the cover from within, so the cover crumpled. The cover got ruined by itself, not by another person who uncovered it. The second person saw it uncovered. The like he saw, and the second one did not cover it. So here says the Mishnah, Hasheni Chayev. Hasheni Chayev, let's read Rashi a few lines in the Mishnah. You see inside, Hasheni Chayev, meaning that he's exclusively Chayev. That the Rishon is potter. Now Rashi has to add many details, which we'll learn in the Gemara. It's inconceivable to say that the first one will always be off the hook. There has to come a time, whether he finds out that it's uncovered, maybe he has to see it being uncovered, but there, obviously, if he owns it, it's a Boerish al let's say the case of the Gemara, they together dug out the 10th Tefach. So you can't say he's always off the hook just because he left it covered. Now it's uncovered. But until a certain point, he didn't know. The second one knew, only the Sheni is Chayef. Abol, another very important detail, Rashi says, like he saw Rishain, if the first one did not cover it, even if even if the second one also did not cover it, they're both Chayev. And Rashi reiterates what we learned yesterday, that when the Mishnah said that only the second one is Chayev, that was only, for example, when the first one walked away while the second one was still busy using it. In other words, we, we limit the case that only the Sheni is Chayev. Normally, if it's a bird of two partners, that's good to remember. It's uncovered, they're both Chayev. And again, we just, just to mention, how do you divine the Chayev? There's a whole discussion here. Does it depend, maybe, like if one dug it five Tvachim, the other one five Tvachim, is it 50-50? That's a, very complex. But to say that only one is Chayev, Rashi explains, it's only that the first one left it covered. And, it, and, and the second one saw it Megula. And the, and the second one is Chayev only for a small amount of time, but for that small amount of time, only the Sheni is Chayev. Back in the Mishnah, another case. Now this case, 
doesn't have to be a boy of Shutfin. Now we can go back to one person dug a pit. And he saw Kiroi and he covered it properly. And an ox or a donkey fell into it. And the ox died. Then the, the, the Baal Haboyer is potted. Because since he covered it Kiroi, so if something later happened, it's called an Oynes. And just to speak out now the following. That what becomes, as the Achredim speak out, what it becomes clear in the Gemara, there are two ways of looking at someone who dug a pit and covered it. One way of looking at it is, you made an obstacle, but you covered it. But you made an obstacle. The obstacle is there. If we were to look at it that way, then there would be a Havamina to say that even if the animal fell in there, Bo'inus, something that never should have happened, something that is very uncommon happened, you can still say you're Chayiv. Because at the end of the day, you made the pit. Who asked you to make a pit? Shkoyach, you covered it. We're going to see that halacha does not look at it that way. When a person covers the pit karo'i, it's not shot that you have a covered pit. There is no pit. So now that it gets uncovered again, bo'inus, you're completely off the hook. Get that? That's gavalik. Let's go right. However, like you saw Kuroi, but if you did not cover it properly, the and an ox or a donkey fell into it, and they died, now Yechayev. And the Gemara is going to ask, Shita, of course, if you didn't cover it Kuroi, that's the din, you made a pit, you know, and we'll see soon if it's needed, if it's not needed, not God forbid, it's not needed. There's an approach in the Gemara that for the Mishnah to be, to have a nice symmetry, it says something in the Resha, it repeats the opposite in the Sefer, just to contrast it, but there's taken no chiddush in it for itself. Next, nafal lefanov mikoil hakiria. If Rashi says that, and every detail is important, there is a bal haboyer. Reuven dug a pit. Let's read inside the Rashi. It's mamish on the side. Boyer kiriyua. There is a pit that's already dug. The nichnas koyra sachir letoichai, and the bal haboyer hired a worker to go into the pit. To make it wider or deeper. But we're going to clearly speak about a pit. Let's say that was 10 Tfachim deep. See, what we will not do is, don't forget, we learned about this yesterday. If it went from 9 to 10, if it went from 10 to 20, and all the different options of understanding how you apply it. But here are the cases he hired someone to make it wider or deeper. And the Shoir Al to make the case even simpler, not to have to go back to all the details, the Seichet did not do anything yet. He didn't add one millimeter. But he began to make noise with his kalim. And as an ox is walking by, the Shomakoyel HaPatish, he heard the noise of the hammer. So the second guy is for sure off the hook. Well, again, this more even on Dathman Gimel. And the Nivas and the animal got afraid from a noise. The Nafal Alpanov Babayr, and it fell head first into the pit. Then Chayov, back in the Mishnah. However, La'acharov, but if it fell in backwards, we'll see in the Gemara three ways of understanding it. Mikhail Hakiria, from the noise of the guy who was making a hire to, to add to the pit, then the Baal Haboyer is potter. And let's wait for the Gemara to all this. Exactly what's the case. This is also going to lead us to another scenario. Remember, we spoke this out a while back, you know, the Rab Nasser and the Chachamim. If my ox pushes your ox into Chaim's boy. We spoke about this already twice in the Masechta. So, who's the mazik here? My ox pushed your ox, but on the other hand, it got hurt because it fell into Chaim's boy. 
we'll get, this is all connected to the dinam of the Mishnah, and we'll wait for that Nun Gimel to explain all this. Next case. There's a pit, and a ox, and it's kalim, we use the word kalim, breaking, because normally, what is on an ox? A yoke. A yoke is a piece of metal that breaks. Or, there was a donkey, and a saddle, a saddle is not something that breaks. If a, sa- a saddle gets hurt, gets destroyed, it gets torn. The niskaru, when it got ripped, it got torn. So the din is, like we learned, that shoyed v'loyadam, chamar v'loykelim, chayev ala behema. The balabite has to pay for the behema, but a patar ala kelim. Even though the kelim was on the animal, you know, you would think that maybe the Torah only excludes kelim when they fall in separately. No, you're never chayev for the kelim. That's the din of the Torah. Now, another Gavaldikidim. This mission is great. Up until now, we keep on learning. I dig a pit, a shoid falls in, I'm chayif. No. If the shoid was an intelligent shoid that, that should have guarded itself from not falling into a pit, the Baal Haboyer is potter. Again, we're not blaming the victim, but we're saying that whenever there's a mazik and a nizik, if the nizik could have easily avoided the nizik, we can't blame the mazik always to make them pay in a basin. So says the Mishnah, if the shoyed is a deaf mute, if the shoyed is a shoyed, we're speaking about the ox, the range, or if the shoyed is a cotton, we just learned a few days ago that even a shoyed ben yoyma is called a shoyed. So a shoyed cotton must mean over here that it's an animal, animal that was never trained to plow a field. So it never had a yoke put on it. So it runs around wild. So an animal that runs around wild will fall into pits. A shard that was already trained to have a yoke is more deliberate. Only then Ayechayev. And as Rashi says, but again, a shard pikeach, we'll learn this in a braisa, that falls into a pit. During the day, the balhaboid will be potted. Another din, beinoibas, if a, if a young human being fell in there, ever a shivcha, Again, shoyr v'loyodam, then the bal haboyed is potter. Now here we clearly see, we learned, I think it was on Daf Memtes, that when we had the exclusion, that if a shoyr kills a fetus, remember that? Then the bal, then the bal ha-shoyr is potter midmei v'lodois. Only, when is there a to pay for a fetus? Only if a human being hurts someone else. And then, dear, the Gemara said, that if a, a shoyed gores a shifcha, and she aborted her fetuses, the Baal shoyed has to pay for the Mevelodis. Here we don't say that. Here we say that when the trader excludes the Baal HaPoyed, that he doesn't have to pay for a person who got killed, that includes he does not have to pay for an Ever or a shifcha that gets killed. Here we don't look at an Ever and a shifcha as an animal. Here we don't say Here we look at them as human beings. Very good. Now we're learning that's not when the shoyd was a pikeach that fell in during the day. It's not so simple. But there is a certain point where the shoyd, so to say, we expect a shoyd to, to protect itself. I know, I, I know, throughout the, this line goes throughout all these dafim here. Every now and then we see this concept. Because here we were educated, that don't blame the victim. We're not blaming the victim. What we are saying is, is that the mazik won't always be mechoyev to pay in a based in money 
when when the when when in a scenario over here where the shoyer shouldn't have fallen in there. Ah, you made the hezek, okay, but the shoyer shouldn't have fallen in there. Let's go. Yes, the shoyer. Cheder shoyer and it's funny. It goes on the shoyer. Okay, says the Gemara. Now, the, the first case of the, of the Mishnah. And we learned that Ashi inside. That the first one left the pit covered. And the second one found it uncovered. And the Mishnah says that the Sheni is exclusively Chayef. So the Gemara says it can't be forever. It's Boyish al So Verishin Ad Amos Mifter, that he's off the hook is until when? So we have a three way Machloikas. And we have a Machloikas between the Rishonim and how to it. But push it for time. I thought it would go quick today. We're going to learn only Shitas Rashi. Raf says, Bechdei Sheyeda. I know it doesn't go into the words. Rashi says, you can read it inside. Bechdei Sheyeda means, until the first one sees that the Bayer is uncovered. That means that Rav is lenient. Even if he heard that it's uncovered. If he did not see it, then he's off the hook. Shmuel says, no. According to Rashi, Shmuel is more chamur. Shmuel is machman on the first one. Bechdei Sheyeda Uhu says Rashi, that even if he only heard about it, from the moment he heard about it, he's mukhoyev also to cover it. Rabbi Yechran says, it's somewhere in between. He doesn't have to see it like Rav. And until he sees it, he's potter, no. But just knowing is also not enough to be him, Because after he hears about it, you have to give him the chance to make a cover. Like we explained, who, who, who uncovered it? Like we spoke out in the Mishnah. If Levi uncovered it, Levi is the new Baal Haboyer. So it must be that it got you know, warmed up and it got ruined, it crumpled. You have to make a new cover. So Rabbi Yechonen says, for him to find out from others, but he should still, he should have enough time to hire workers, and for him to cut the cedar woods down, and enough time to cover it. Now what Rashi says beautifully, the first wide line, all the way in the second, three lines from the bottom of the Amid, that the second one that came there and used it, Rashi says, we don't give him enough time to cut down cedar woods and to make a cover because we expect for the second one, Rashi says, to put a shoimer to watch the pit until he covers it. You can't say, I knew, but I didn't have enough time to cover it. Who asked you to make the bird? You made a bird, cover it. So the one who used it has to put a shoimer. But the first one who was responsible, who left it covered, he found out that it's uncovered. The heel for him is not to get a shoimer. The chiyah for him is, go and build a cover, bite it. Back in the Gemara. This, this is the way Rashi learns. Toysavis Mamash learns it very different, and other Rishonim as well. Says the Gemara, Kiso Kiroi, if he covered it properly, the so the din is that the Baal is spotted. Forget about Shutfim. One guy, he covered it, Kiroi, and an animal fell in. So first of all, Frek the Gemara, Kiva the Kiso Kiroi, Hechi that worms ate up the cover. Now it has to be that the Hislia Metoichai is uncommon. Because if you're living at a place that there's a lot of, what are these animals that eat up wood? Termites. You can't say that it's not my fault. No, if you knew that it's common to have termites, it's not called Kisau Keroi. It's something that was taka uncommon. So we say that you covered it. Oinus. Now we have a whole bulk of Gemara. It's very easy, it's just it's long. Says the Gemara, Look at this case. A person covered it properly. Let's define properly. Let me say this by heart. You're living in a place where there are oxen and very rarely camels. A camel 
people have a picture of an ox, Ashoid Haboid is bigger than a camel. But oxen weighed less than camels. Or they were less likely to break the cover. We know covers, karoi, how much weight can it hold? It was strong enough to hold the weight of an ox. It was not strong enough to hold, hold the weight of a camel. Let's read it inside. And let's add a case. A camel came and it walked on the cover. The aruha and it damaged the cover. It didn't break it. It cracked it. It slightly cracked it. And now the asu shvarim and now an ox came. Now that the cover was damaged by the camel, the nafli bay. Now the ox fell in. That's the big question, Mai. This is, you know, it's so relevant. I know the examples for us sound foreign. But this thing of kuroi, that's the question. You covered it properly. And let me go back to what we said in the Mishnah. If we look at the person who dug a pit and covered it as he made a, he left a, a pit. Elamai, you put a band-aid over it. He's always going to be held more liable. It's always going to go back to that Nakoda. But if we look at someone who covered the pit kuroi, that he completely took away the pit, and then something happened to the cover, he's going to be held less responsible. And that's going to be really underlying the whole back and forth. But when you say, I did it properly, we all know that. Says who properly. So that's a great example. It's kuroi l'shvarim, it's not kuroi l'gemala. So Amri, they answered that, hey, chidami, not the answer. They wanted to clarify the boya. If the case is a place where it's common for camels to wander, then what do you mean you covered it kuroi? You should have known that a camel will step on it and it's either going to break or crack. If it's a place where it's unusual, again, how do you define that? The Gemara doesn't say. But if it's Shchiach, then Oynasu, Oynasu. What do you mean a camel stepped in it and it cracked? You should definitely not be liable. So, says the Gemara, no, the case of the question was the Asul Prakim, they come occasionally. How do you define that again? But at least we're getting the concepts. Camels come occasionally. Me, Amininim, do we say, keeping the Asim Leprakim, since they come occasionally, because they should have considered the possibility that a camel will come. Here, while he was covering the pit, there were no camels in that area. And therefore, so to answer this boy in this very limited case, not that limited. We try to prove it from our Mishnah. It says in our Mishnah, that if you cover the pit, so our Mishnah says that the Balabai is potter. So the Gemara asks, if it was even for camels, then how did, how did it fall? Forget about that we said before. We'll get back to that. But the Havamin is, that's not the case. That it's properly covered for oxen, turning to Daphnun Bezom and Bez. And Rashi adds, and what happened in the Mishnah is exactly the case of the Boya. I'm reading the top of Rashi. And camels came, and the camel didn't bring the cover. But the Arua, they cracked it, they weakened it, they damaged it. And again asks the Gemara, if it's common for you to have Gemalim in this neighborhood, Amai Potter, Pesheho, El Olav, the Idoloshrich Gemalim, and if there are no Gemalim, Pshita Arnosu, El Olav, that's the case of the Mishnah, the case of the Boyan, that the Asyon Leprakim, camels come occasionally, and Taka, what happened was, but the Gemal didn't fall in. 
there, if the gummel falls in, and the camel perakim, again, you're chayim. That will be no question. But the camel will only damage the cover. The arua. And then the shvarim came, the naflu And the Mishnah says, Potter. And when we see, kivan the hashtaleke, since while the person made the cover, there were no camels. And again, no, we're learning pshat, that when I made the cover and covered the pit, I, there's no mazik here. There's no pit here. So later, the camel caused the, 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 the pit. And there's no chiyuv. And by the way, there's no chiyuv on the Baal HaGamal. Because we learned, Adam, remember that ish, ke iftach ish boyd, ish boyd, veloi shoyr boyd. Honestly. So Amri, they responded, ha, you're, you're, you're teaching the Mishnah to be the case of the boyah. There's another option. Loi. That, and we just had this in that for Ahmed Aleph. That lo oilam, kiroi, lishvarim, kiroi, legamalam. You covered it properly. I how did it fall? So for that we just learned And again, and what's the chiddush? The chiddush is is that even is an oinus. If covering the pit doesn't mean that you took away the mazik, it only meant that you covered up the mazik. Then you can argue even though sheisliyametoycha is uncommon, you have to pay. You made a boy. So the Mishnah is telling you a Chiddush that when you cover a bird, Kira'oi, there is no bird. Now that, that ants come and they were whatever, termites, and they take away the cover, it's as if termites from nature made a hole in the ground. There's no bala bird here, that's why you put it. So again, Toshima, so we're back to the Boyim. And we're trying to prove it from the next case of our Mishnah. The Mishnah said that like you so Kira'oi, if you didn't cover it properly, even up, and we, when we learned the Mishnah, we asked, Pshita, of course, if you made a pit, you didn't cover it, of course you're chayiv. Pshita, you get this, we're going to just again narrow it down to the case of the boy. It's good for oxen, it wasn't strong enough to hold camels. And again, if it's common to have camels, pshehu. And by the way, oinus means why are you chayv? You should be put. El alav, it must be the asyon leparakim. It must be this case. Also gemalim, and the camels came va'aruhu, and it weakened the cover. Until now we had varuha stam lahoir. Here we're adding extra vav. Also shvarim v'noflubei, and then oxen came and they stepped on this damaged cover and they fell in. And the Mishnah says chayv. It's mamash a proof to the opposite. So Alma kibam the asim leparakim pershehu because we say that the iboyi leyasuka date he should have considered the possibility that camels will come. So says the Gemara. And by the way, here and in a couple of lines from now, the Bach makes a very important emendation. But well, let's read what the Gemara says. Then I'll explain what the Bach says. So the Gemara says no. The loaylam kiroi l'shvarim v'loy kiroi lagemalo. It was good for oxen and not good for camels. And v'shchichi gamalim. There were camels. Says the Bach, if you're telling me that he made it kiroi l'shvarim, but loy kiroi l'gamalim, v'shchichi gamalim, say better, it's not even roi l'gamalim. Not even roi l'shvarim. It wasn't a good cover, it's the same thing. It's b'chlam not good. Ah, you asked, u'takakashon l'ch p'sheyahu, and therefore p'shita. So here it says the Gemara, Aida the nasiv reisha kisoy kiroi, since the Reisha deals in a case where you covered it properly, so to contrast, the Mishnah can do that. Nasev say for Nami like Yisoy Kiroi. And it's not yet Takapshita. The Mishnah only, only for this case wouldn't have taught it. 
You give one case potter, you give the opposite case chayef. Ika da amri. Other people say, Honami vadi Look at that. The Ika da amri is the whole question was not what you think. The question that we had was not even a question because given the asin leprakim, if there is a case where camels come occasionally, avade yurapasheya. And how do you define occasionally? I have no idea. However, why? Because the boilana sukadaite. You're making a cover. You dig a pit. You make a cover, and every now and then camels come, and the cover cannot hold the weight of a camel. You're a pasheya. That's not called covered. What was the whole boy to begin with? You made a cover. And the cover was good for oxen and it was not good for camels. And it's, there's always camels there. This is a great question. However, it's not that a camel came and fell in. It's not that a camel weakened it and an ox fell in. Then for sure you're chayim. What happened was termites ate up the cover. But now a whole other thing happened. Now an oinus happened. This is such a gewaldic question. What's, how do we look at you? You put on a cover. The cover for Gamalim is a disaster. But the Gamalim didn't make the disaster. What made the disaster? Something uncommon. Termites, that is uncommon in that case, ate it up. And then an ox fell in. So what do we say now? That's the boya. Me, Amenina, and Migu, Dahava, Pishay, Eitzel, Gamalim. You are considered a negligent person. You didn't cover it properly. Shkiche Gamalim. So you're negligent. I don't care that what actually ruined the cover was something that you never thought about. The bottom line is you're negligent. So we say it, it's a very unusual application of Migu. It's not about Nemanus. It's since you're negligent, have a Pishay, in Hasla. We, 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 we consider you a, a Pesheya. We consider you a negligent person. Ideal more, perhaps, we don't say Migu. The Baal Haboyer can say one second. The cover was good for Shavarim. An ox walked on it. You know why the ox fell in? Because she mitoichai. Because termites ate up the cover, and it's very uncommon. For what happened, Amanoinus. That was the Boya. That's the Boya. That's the Kavalika Boya. So that's the question. No, they didn't ask the previous question. They are saying that it was, even in a, it was not even a question. Whenever it's occasionally, when Gamalim are occasionally there, then you should have prevented Gamalim from damaging it. You should have made it strong for Gamalim. You didn't, you're Pesheya. Here, you didn't make it good for Gamalim, but Gamalim didn't even come. So here again, Tashima, so they try to answer this question from our Mishnah. It says in our Mishnah, we're going through the whole thing again, that Potter, that Kisokir, even of Lasechai, Shorechamayrum, Mais Potter, Mamashur repetition, the Itman Allah, and now we're Dafka repeating what we said before, that Omar Rabbi Yitzchak, Barbar Chana, what's the case of the Mishnah that you Potter? Not that Levi opened up the pit, because then Levi is the Balhaboyr, but she is Liamitaychai. And here again asks the Gemara, hey, chidami, exactly tell me what happened. If the cover was good to withstand all of the animals that are there, even that sheet of the potter, my There's no need even for this case. If you cover the Kiroi, you're potter. El Olav, it must be Kiroi Lushvarim. But the Loi Kiroi Lagamalim. 
and the gamalim, the case of the boy. And instead of gamalim ruining it, which would have happened sooner or later, but before that happened, and on this the Mishnah says, spotted, Proof that we don't say migu. Says the Gemara You made the pit properly. And there's no Kiddush. Of course, it's an Oynes Yerpatir. Ma'u the Tema counters the Gemara Nishtemes. That the person should regularly go to the pit, bang on the cover, to examine it if it's still good. In other words, if you consider the Bal Habayr, the Bal Habayr, he covered it. But there's a pit there, then it's always on your responsibility even to make sure that something uncommon didn't happen. So Kamash Malan, repeating what we're learning, that the moment you cover a pit properly, Halacha says there is no pit. You're completely out of the picture. And that's the Chiddush of the Mishnah. So there's no proof. So again, the Gemara tries to prove it from the next clause in the Mishnah. Tashima. The Mishnah repeated that Again, the question is Pshita. But here again, Again, Pshita, you're Chayiv. And the idol shikhi gamalam, you should oinus, you should be potter. El alav, it's the case of the boya, the shikhi gamalam. However, it's not that the gamalam ruined it, but the isliya mitoichai, and the Mishnah says chayiv. Alma, omininun migu da habapashayalin gamalam, habapashayalin asla. So Amri the answered loy, and again the Bach does the same thing. That loylam, here we're reading in the Gemara, that you made it kiroy lushvanim, but it was not kiroy la gamalam. Vishikhi gamalam. Or like the Bach says, no, 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 the Gemara says it was not Roy, not even for Shvarim. It's not Kiro. But in the case of the Gemara, Vasu Gemalim, that Ashkichi, Aruhu, when they damaged it, and then came along an ox and it fell inside it. Ah, you ask Pshita, Poshayahu. Again, the Gemara says that's not a question. Because either the Nasiv Reisha, since the Reisha dealt with the case of Kiso Kiroi, Nasiv Seifanami like Kiso. And now the Gemara is going to bring an answer from a Braisom to answer this important question. If you're Pashaya for another problem, but that problem didn't happen. What did happen was something unusual. Are you negligent or not negligent? Tashema, we learned in a Braisa that again it goes on the ox. If the ox was a deaf mute, if the ox was deranged, if the ox was a minor, that means it wasn't trained to plow fields, it wasn't trained to have a yoke. It's still roaming wildly. Or if the ox is blind, or if it was a healthy ox that was walking at night, at night you can't see, then is the Balabar Chayef. However, Pikeach, if the Shoid is intelligent, and the Shoid was walking by day and the Shoid falls in there, then you're Pater. That's the biggest Raya. If you say Migu, you dug a pit, in, in that pit a Shoid, shoid will fall in. So you were negligent. If we say since you did something of negligence, then you should be chayv, even if an oinus happened, then even if a pikeach will in, you should be chayv. Va'amai, neima, midah ha'va peshe aliyin chedesh, ha'va na'va peshe aliyin pikeach. El'alaf shmamino, that we don't say migu. This is so important. Because if a person does something, and that is an act of negligence, because something that commonly happens, will happen, and you're going to be mazik. 
But if what actually happened was something uncommon, you're off the hook. You're an oinus. We have time. Let's go by to The answer did not answer the first boya, but the Ikeda Amri's version of the boya is, is answered. And the Ikeda Amri held that the first boya is not even a boya. Occasional gamalim is something that you should have asukid adate. And if you were not asukid adate, you're a preshaya. And if a camel cracked it and then an ox fell in, you're a preshaya, you're a chayiv. The only question is if a isli and mitoichai happened. The, the concept of it being sufficient to hold an ox, does that mean that, you know, everything is weird now, right? Especially with the wooden cover. But yeah, it's, it's stronger to hold an ox. You have one ox, ten ox in it, then it must be, so it must, it must be, no, no, it's not. In other words, if such a cover it has to be changed every six months, or has to be changed after every thousand oxen walk in it, then afterwards you're chayv. Because you have a lead to go there and to, and to, and to, and to recover. There's no water up until that point, correct. Until you take it off, which is considered taking it off. Okay, now... We can start learning the next part of the Mishnah. That was a, like, again, Mithrashi. A guy dug a pit. And he hired a worker to go into the pit. And by the way, if the worker started to dig, and we learned yesterday, Rabbi Rabbanon, we're not going against that. but just not, not, not adding too many things together. Let's have it, at least right now, that the second guy didn't do anything yet. But he started to make noise with the scalum. So the Mishnah said that... They write the last line of the Amit, that if the animal fell forward, then the balabaitis chayv. If the animal fell backwards, the balabaitis patin. So what does that mean? So Rav is gavaldik. Let's go back to the Osugia of Havoloi and Chavoto. Why are you chayv? When you dig a pit with a Shusarabim, Rav says, even though the animal fell and hit the ground and got injured from the hit, you're not chayv for the hit because you're only considered. A grama for that. You caused it, but you're patin with any other. Why are you chayiv only? Because the hevel, the foul ear in the bottom of the pit is something that is yours, so to say. Ah, that in itself did not break the animal's leg. But like Rashi said when we learned over there, that since the animal breathed in the, the, the bad ear, so it became weakened. So once it became weakened, it became susceptible to getting injured. Then you're chayiv. But that's only if it breathed in the foul ear. So according to that, the Mishnah is Pashit. We don't care about the guy making noise. It's just an example. If it fell in face first, so then it breathed in foul ear. If it fell in backwards, we had it in the Gemara. So its face was up. We're only speaking about 10 Tfachim. 38 inches. The animal is big. If it fell backwards, that means the face was on the top of the pit. So there's no havelite. Let's read it inside. So Amarav, Lefanov means Lefanov Mamish. And here we have the marshal, he does even better. He takes out the lamed of Lefanov. You see that? Amar Rav Lefanov means panov. He fell on his face. Laachrov means laachrov mamish. He fell on his back. And turning to Daphnon Gimel. And explains the Gemara that zeva zeva Yeah, Both of them are in the pit. Rav letamei the Amar Rav boir shechiva all of Torah is only lehevlei v'loy lechavatei. So if it fell backwards... In other words, the whole scenario of someone digging or someone was hired to expand the pit is just a muscle. It's just an example of why did the animal fall in, but we're not getting into did that cause it. We'll get to that soon in the Gemara. But simple. Calms along Shmuel. Shmuel cannot touch it that way. Because according to Shmuel, 
Shmuel says that the traitor obligates you for causing the hevel, the traitor for sure is mechayev you for the bang that you cause the animal to get, for the zets that you cause the animal to get. So even if the animal falls in backwards and it doesn't breathe in foul air, if it broke a bone or got killed, the balabayr is chayev. So now what does the Mishnah mean with La'akhrov? So Shmuel says, Bibayr, if the animal falls in the pit, then ain't a chanami. Beimel afan of Beimel La'akhrov, the balabayr is going to be chayev. And Shmuel, the time of the Amar, Lehevloi, the cold shrein lachavotoi. Elohechidomi La'akhrov. So now Shmuel has to touch the Mishnah. What does it mean that the ox fell in backwards? It mikoil hakriya the potter because it heard noise inside the pit. And the balabayr is potted. Ah, says Shmuel, the niskal It heard noise, so it got startled. And the fact that there was a pit, so when you get startled, it didn't see the pit. So it tripped on the edges of the pit. But when it fell, it did not fall in the pit. That's Pshat La'achrov. But It fell backwards, striking the ground around the pit. So, if you wouldn't have made the pit, even after it got startled, it wouldn't have tripped. There wouldn't have been anything for it to trip on. However, since it did not breathe in your foul air, since it did not fall in the bottom of the pit, the pit that you made, Lishmuel now, is a grama. You caused the animal to fall, but it didn't fall on your boy. No, that for sure. If someone makes noise and the noise itself made the animal fall, that's even less of a grama. Because sound itself, if you remember, when we learned, we spoke of there's a and, and your mazik, the person's ear, if I'm not mistaken, Rashi always says, means you hit him on the ear. Because if you just make a noise, and that causes him to get scared or something else, that's a grama. It's not direct. It's not an Adam hamazik. Here the Chiddush is, is that it wasn't only that the sound, your pit was an obstacle. It stumbled on the, on the edges of the pit. But since it didn't fall in the pit, then the Balabayr is only considered a grama. And by Nezakin, it's not that you're completely off, but you put in So let's go a few lines weiter. So says the Gemara Eisvei. Now we're going to ask a question from Abraiso against Rav. There it says clearly, Bibayr. Bein lefanov, bein laacharov chayiv. Says in Abraisa that if an animal falls into a pit, whether it fell head first, whether it fell back first, yachayiv. That's mamish against Rab, because according to Rab, it's only lahavlo. And lahavlo, laacharov, there's no havlo. So to yufta the Rab, answers the Gemara, Amrab Chizda, Moidirab, Boyberishusa, Yadachayiv. It's so important that even Rab, who holds that by Boyberishusa Rabim, you only chayiv lahavlo. That's only b'rishosarabim. But let's go back to what we learned also. The whole sugi of Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Kiva. Let's not forget that there's two types of boiris. There's a boir b'rishosarabim. There's a boir b'rishosayachit. Let's also just chazer. Boir b'rishosayachit does not mean that you dug a pit in your yard and some trespasser walked into your yard and fell. You're going to be potted. Because you tell the trespasser, what were you doing in my property? Boir b'rishosayachit means you made a boir in your domain. Then you were mafkir your reshus. However, you do this halachically. But, 
but you were never mafkir your boy, which means the boy belongs to you. In such a case, even Rab is Maida, that if, an, if someone fell in and got damaged, because by Adam, never death, if an animal fell in and got damaged or got killed, and it only got damaged or killed because of the Chavata Yurchayev, because there we don't say the pit is ownerless. The Karka was Karka Oilam. That's your Karka. That Maida Rabba Barber Shusai, that Yurchayev. Why? Because the damaged party tells the digger of the pit, you have to pay to me. If my animal died because of the foul air, it's your foul air, it's yours. If it died because of a zetz, so that's one answer that will explain that the Braisa should not refute Rav. Rabbi gives another answer. Even if the boy is Bereshusarabim, look at this. Bimishapeich. You know when the Braisa says that if an animal falls into a boy Bereshusarabim, even if it fell on its back, the Balabayr is Chayiv, it's the animal fell in head first. So when it went into the bird, skydived into the bird, it, 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 it breathed in foul air because the head was in the bottom of the pit. But the animal, not wanting to fall on its face, while it's in the air, did a flip. It turned itself over. It ended up falling on its back. Now when it fell on its back, then the mouth was on top of the pit. But we say since when it dived in, it dived in head first, first the, the first breath of, of Havla made it weak. So now that it turned over, even though it was now with its mouth to the, to the heavens, it's already weakened. The It fell in head first. And then, this is in a split second, it began, it, give a, it turned its body over, and and it fell on its back. But since it began going into the pit head first, the negative effect that the Hevel had in the first second is what caused it to break its back or its legs even after it turned over. That's answer number two. And that's the only case of the Braise. Rabbi Yisim Omar, Rabbi Yisim says, you didn't get the Braise. The Braisa is not speaking about a boy, a balha boy, who's chayv to pay for the ox. The Braisa is speaking about an opposite case. A person had a boy in their own reshus. They were not mafkir anything. A shoyed, that was the whole sugya we learned over Sunday, that a shoyed walked in, trespassing, shuloi shoes, and the shoyed fell into the pit. The problem, forget about the shoyed getting damaged. The shoyed's dirt damaged the waters. We're speaking about the shoyer damaging the pit, not the pit damaging the shoyer. And my knew what will be the case that shehivish esmeimov that the shoyer fouled the waters, and the bal hashoyer is chayiv to give to the bal haboyer when he entered shulei b'rishus. And here the brayse taka says loishna lefanov loishna laachrov. In all of these cases, me chayiv. Now says the Gemara, not only. Yes. No, no. No, that's the whole point. That's right. That's it, that's it. And by the way, that's also a chiddush. That's the whole sugi because if a shoyer walked in there and the shoyer was not dirty, but the shoyer died, and after the shoyer died, the shoyer started to decompose, and the stench of the decomposition ruined the waters, the bala shoyer is putter. Because stench is not considered part of the shoyer, the Baal HaShoyed is only Grama. However, if it fouled the waters directly from the Shoyed, that's the Mishnah, about, that's the Braisa, that the Shoyed is Chayv. Now the Gemara goes the opposite. Not only did we not Teyuf Tarav, 
We're going to prove Rav. And he's quoting the following b'raisa, that when the Torah says, the word v'nafal means v'nafal, not the hizik. When you are walking, not you, when a person is walking, and there's a hole in the ground that they don't see and they fall in, Pasha, that's the way it is. When you're walking, you're leaning a little bit forwards. So when you fall in, you always fall in head first. And that's the meaning of a nafal. That you know when you're chayiv, only achayipol derech nefilah. Vikanamru nafal lufanav vikayilak riya chayiv. And the Braises says that's the meaning of the words of the Tanoim, which is the meaning of the Mishnah. That if you fell in because you got startled and you fell in head first, then is the balabar chayiv. But if laachrov mikayilak riya, even though you were startled because of the digger, and that's going to be, we'll pick this up tomorrow, so you can argue that the digger is involved here. We say, no, no, the bottom line is you fell in backwards. You didn't breathe in the habla. Then you're potted. And vizeh, vizeh, biboy. So the Braisa clearly using the same words of the Mishnah, taiches the Mishnah the way Rav taiches the Mishnah. So that's a raya that Rav is right. Everyone fell into the pit. The pit is the pit, pit of Shusarabim. And the whole lefan of Ula Achrav is to teach you that loy lechavata, you're only chayiv for the habla. Emir Tzashem to be continued. And the challenge here will be that the guy who made noise, why isn't he uh, part of the problem? And uh, you know what's going to be amazing? There's going to be a svara to say that the guy who made the noise, he's for sure only a grama. He's for sure a grama. Because he didn't directly injure it. He just startled the animal that caused the animal to fall. But maybe no one should be chayv. You know, it's each one can blame it on the other. The guy who made the noise can say, was I mazik the animal? Even if I startled the animal, if there wouldn't have been a pit, it wouldn't have gotten damaged. The balabird can say, I hurt the animal. If you wouldn't have made noise, the ox wouldn't have fallen in. So that will be a problem. Everyone should be off the hook. So to that, we'll merit Hashem to be continued.